you for joining the ladies of Her Portion Podcast. Come, pull up a seat at the table, because you are welcome here. Grab your Bible and a pen, and let's dig into God's Word together. Take a moment and pray that God would open your heart to Him as you listen. So without further ado, let's get right into today's portion. Hey y'all, it's Courtney here. This month has already been so wonderful. This topic of rest has been great. Now, I'm not going to lie, when it was first proposed, I was a little intimidated, a little nervous. Because if you know me, rest is not something that I can easily do. But as I prayed about it, the Lord showed me a way that I can bring it to you from kind of, you know, my perspective, I guess you can say. Um, So let's just go ahead and get started. One of the things that I do want to point out first is that fatigue or that feeling of being tired, it's a sign. It's a symptom. You know, it's not the problem by itself, but it's a signal. You know, it's not wrong to be tired, but why are we tired? You know, are you doing too much? Are there some things that you need to prioritize? You know, are there some things that you need to stop doing so much of? Do you need more sleep? Like, why are you tired? Now, if it's just normal old mom tired or, you know, work tired, that's fine. But if you are extremely fatigued, then, you know, maybe it's time to figure out what the cause of that is. But I also wanted to point out that there's nothing wrong with being tired. You know, Jesus was tired. The woman at, um, do you remember the story of the woman at the whale in John 4? The Bible says in verse 3, He left Judea and departed again into Galilee, and he must needs go through Samaria. Then cometh he to a city of Samaria, which is called Sychar, near to the parcel of ground that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. Now Jacob's well was there. Jesus, therefore, being wearied with his journey, sat thus on the well, and it was about the sixth hour. So Jesus got tired. I mean, his journey made him weary. Can you relate? Look, I'm a mom. I've worked outside the home too. So I know the weariness of both worlds. But I want to point out that Jesus, instead of abandoning his calling altogether, instead of yelling at everybody, instead of slamming the door and storming off, you know, he just went and sat down. That word rest, it means to desist from exertion. So the other day, I obviously knew what our topic was this month. The other day, I put up a poll on my social media account and I asked, what was your idea of rest? And I got some really good um things in the little question box. So I'm going to share a couple of them. One person said, sitting or relaxing, maybe sleeping some, just forgetting everything else for a little while. Somebody else said, doing nothing and having nothing to do. (laughs) That was a good one. Um, Somebody else said, relieve your mind and body of any distraction. Somebody else said, spending time with the Lord with no kids around, (laughs) LOL. (laughs) Somebody else said, um, getting away from all the things that make my anxiety and panic attacks start. Also, somebody said, a quieting of the mind and body. Um, Somebody else said, being at peace, even with the storms around me, dwelling in stillness. So that was a really good one. Somebody else said, um, eight hours of sleep and time off work and no housework. (laughs) So there's nothing wrong with any of those things. To rest is just to desist from exertion. But I also want to say that 
resting isn't scrolling through Facebook or Instagram or TikTok for an hour. That's not rest. That is not quieting your mind. That's not desisting from exertion. So I want to look at a very famous passage of scripture, Mark 6, 31. Jesus told his disciples, come ye yourselves apart into a desert place and rest a while. For there were many coming and going and they had no leisure so much as to eat. Vance Havner said, if you don't come apart and rest, you will come apart. (laughs) So there is nothing wrong with rest. We see rest throughout the Bible. Crystal and Hannah did amazing jobs already this month talking about this topic from the Bible. So if you hadn't listened to their episodes, definitely go check them out too. But this verse, uh, Mark 631, it pretty much describes most of my days. Somebody is always coming or going. Somebody's always needing a drink or a snack or help with this or that. And just like the disciples, I find that I don't even have time to eat some days. So if you're a mom, I'm sure you can relate to that. Verse 32, it goes on to say, and they departed into a desert place by ship privately. And this is what I've been trying to get Brian to do. Take me on a cruise. Depart with me into a desert place by ship. Anyway, sorry. Um, seriously, though, the story, it doesn't end there. If you'll go read that full account in Mark, um, after they left for their rest, the people saw them leaving and they went ahead of them and beat them to their destination. I can also feel this one to my core. I mean, Mama, have you ever tried to get a long time in the bathroom? Yeah. How does that usually work out for you? The other day, we were taking a break from school. The kids were outside playing, so I went into the guest bathroom at our house. I was seriously in there for like 15 seconds, and all of a sudden, my two oldest, they were climbing around the edge of our house to the bathroom window and peeking inside. I mean, the curtain was closed, but I mean, (laughs) it's like they can smell the pheromones we give off when we get four seconds alone. But back to this Bible story, I'm just trying to relate it to you and me. (laughs) When the disciples and Jesus, when they got to that new destination, it was supposed to be a desert place. But now there were all these people. And Jesus and the disciples, they had two very different attitudes. The Bible says in verse 34 that Jesus, when he saw them, he was moved with compassion toward them because they were like sheep without a shepherd. So he began to teach them. But the disciples... They had had enough. (laughs) Anybody relating to the disciples here? Look, I've spent my whole day with you. I just want some peace. Okay, just me. The disciples said, okay, look, this is a desert place. This is supposed to be a lonely place, like the bathroom. And the time is far past. Verse 36 says, send them away that they may go into the country roundabout and into the villages and buy themselves bread, for they have nothing to eat. Look, let them go fend for themselves. The disciples, they saw them as a nuisance. So what I want to talk to you today about is when you don't get the rest that you were planning on. You know, instead of sending them away, Jesus did a miracle. The disciples, they saw him as a nuisance, but Jesus, he saw this as an opportunity to minister to these people. In this time that he had set aside for rest, he continued to put others' needs ahead of his and to serve them. This is the story where Jesus feeds the 5,000 with just the five loaves and the two fish. I mean, we can look at these types of detours as problems and aggravation, or we can also look at them as divine appointments. In the hands of Jesus, our sack lunch can even feed all these people. 
that little boy, he just brought what he had to Jesus. He didn't say, oh, it's not enough, or Jesus can't do anything with it. He gave it to Jesus, and in his hands, Jesus blessed it. He broke it, and he gave it to the disciples to distribute to the people. And that's what we're called to be, distributors. We are not manufacturers. We give everything we have to the Lord, even if it's our last crumb, and He will manufacture what He will out of it for you and me to distribute. So my point is, rest is good. Jesus needed rest. His disciples needed rest. Sometimes they got it and sometimes they didn't. But at the end of this part of the story, after everybody had eaten, then Jesus told the disciples to go while He sent the people away. Look, life doesn't always go as planned. We know that. But what do you do when your plans get changed? Do you sit? Do you sour? Do you soak? Or do you rejoice, reevaluate, and rebuild? It's all about your attitude. Did you see how patient Jesus was with all the people that just constantly wanted to be around him? Jesus was a servant, and if we want to be more like him, we have to embrace that role. We have to quit with this worldly mentality of me, 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 me. Me first, me first, me first, you second. We have got to quit with that. We've got to learn to serve those around us. Jesus will give you rest. If you need rest, ask him for help, and he will give it to you just like he did the disciples. It may not be at the exact moment you think you need it, but don't you worry. Jesus knows best. We don't always get, you know, a couple's getaway to the mountains or a girl's trip to the beach. So I just wanted to share at the end of this episode a few ways that you can rest in the chaos of your own home. And these are ways that I find that I can get a few minutes of rest here and there just to recharge. One of my favorite ways is to make a pot of coffee, send the kids outside to play, and just sitting down in my favorite spot. You know, I can listen to my favorite music or even just sitting there in silence in prayer. It doesn't have to be for some big hour-long interval. I find that I can recharge with a good cup of coffee and some prayer time in about 15 minutes of quietness. That's all it really takes. <laughs> so I urge you not to use this time to scroll your phone. That is not rest. That is quite the opposite of rest. One writer said, our free time is usually the most pleasant and the most used for ourselves. We can scarcely use it better than by consecrating it to the renewal of our strength. I mean, even bodily strength in a more secret and more intimate communion with God. Prayer is so necessary and is the source of so much good that the soul which has found this treasure cannot resist returning to it when left to itself. Another way is to institute a quiet time in your home. Send everybody to a different area and allow them and yourself to just be alone, you know, for a set amount of time. This is especially good for families like mine that homeschool and we are together 24 hours a day. And you don't have to do it every day, just when you sense that you all need it. And, you know, it's going to take some practice for your kids. So just be patient. Tell them what you expect during this time and work on it. During our quiet time, I like to go take a long shower, not be rushed, just enjoy the steam, the alone time, some good music. Um, another suggestion that I enjoy myself is to make quiet time during your dinner preparation. So, Send everybody where they go, go into the kitchen, and prepare a meal that you love to cook and your family enjoys to eat. Nothing recharges my battery like serving my family and knowing that they're going to love to eat what I've cooked. And I try my hardest to never use quiet time for work, or at least not the entire time. 
You can also sit down after the kids are in bed and enjoy a nice cup of coffee with your husband. You can even wake up early before everybody else and just have some time for yourself. So I'm sure by now that you're coming up with some ideas of your own, but the point is to get some rest. But remember, if everything doesn't go as planned, God can use your detour in a mighty way if you'll just surrender it to Him. Remember that patience that Jesus had and embrace that. Try to live that out in your own situation. Thank you for joining us today on Her Portion. We hope you leave with plenty to ponder from God's Word. We encourage you to use today's topic to start your own study in the Scriptures. Until next time.